Hi, and welcome to Koldodi Messianic Congregation's weekly podcast. We meet every Saturday at 11 a.m. at 584 Franklin Road in Franklin, Tennessee. You can find out more information on our website at koldodi.org or watch us live on our Facebook or YouTube by simply searching for Koldodi Nashville. And now, here's Rabbi Ken's latest message. I don't apologize for, you know, what we, well, this is who we are about. You're not going to get this at your church service, are you? This kind of stuff, you know. This is who we are. This is what we're about. So this is why we exist as a Messianic Jewish congregation. This is who we are. Jewish and Gentile, one body together. You're just as much a part of us if you're not Jewish, and you're, but you're called to be a part of a Messianic congregation. It's your people too. We're part, we're one body together, Jew and Gentile. Amen. So you're part of it just as much. Grafted into the olive tree, Romans chapter 11. We're one olive tree, you know, together. And, um, but it's who we are. So, uh, and I just, wanted, I just want to clarify on that, because, you know, the, the Jewish people, Am Yisrael Chai, because of the purpose and the grace of God, we must remember who we are and our destiny. We must fight for it, not quit. And with God's help, yes, we will prevail. And it's true, he's with us, as, but as we are with him, if we're with him, as we look to him and depend upon him. Amen. It does say that in one of the, one of the portions, you know, Hashem, the Lord, is, you know, as we depend upon and look to him, we can't rely upon the arm of the flesh. For it was not by their own sword that they took possession of the land, Psalm 44 says, nor did their own arm save them. But it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you favored them. You are my king, O God. Command victories for Jacob. Through you, we push back our foes. Through your name, we trample those rising up against us. For I do not trust in my bow, nor can my sword save me. For you saved us from our oppressors and put to shame those who hated us. In God, we make our boast all day, and your name we praise forever. Amen. Selah. Selah. Psalm 44, verses 4 through 9. Uh, Joseph, in, we, in last week's parasha, we didn't really talk about it because we were focusing on Hanukkah, but in chapter 37, we see the entrance of Joseph on the scene. Joseph, he had a cocky attitude, a dense brain, and a big mouth. Um, he really, as a young boy, as a young lad, <laughs> he invited the hostility of his brothers. He really did. Patronizing, smug, spoiled, arrogant attitude. Innocent in some ways, but, not, but still arrogant. And his brothers intended to kill him and when they saw him away from his home, but instead they, you know the story, they instead they strip and throw him into a pit. It's interesting that word pit, dungeon, is used several times in, throughout the, the several chapters there. Uh, and they, it repeats itself. They sold him then to the Ishmaelites. And we see in, back in last week's parasha that the Lord was with him though. He's sold, but the Lord is with him. In verse 2 of 39 it says, the Lord was, and it's not only with, but was Joseph. The Hebrew reads just the Lord was Joseph. There's a lot we could you know, get into about that. 
the Lord was Joseph, and he's a picture of some. But the Lord was with him, and the Lord made everything he set his hand to successful, 39.3. The Lord blessed the Egyptian, Potiphar, Potiphar's house, because of Joseph. The Lord's blessing was on everything that belonged to him, in the house and in the field, 39.5. 39.21, but the Lord was with, or was Joseph. Even that, but then he's thrown in prison. When, or when he was thrown in prison, he still, the Lord was with him. Because the Lord was with him, the Lord made whatever he did successful. 39, 23. So this repeat. 40, 23. Yet the chief of the cupbearers did not remember Joseph. Indeed, he forgot him. So we see in 41, in this week's parish, look at 41, 14. It mentions 41, 14. We see him go from the pit to the chariot from the pit from Pharaoh sent and called for Joseph they quickly fetched him from the pit and he shaved and he has by the way five wardrobe changes throughout his life and then in verse 43 of of the same chapter it says it says uh, he appointed him over the whole land of Egypt he had, he had him ride in the chariot second in command so this is his promotion over the whole land of Egypt and when God's time comes to promote us to fulfill his word of promise, it happens suddenly. But it takes a long time in coming. And here's a verse I want you to think. It's a favorite verse of mine. I haven't come to it, you know, thought about it, meditated on a long time. Psalm 105, 19. I'm actually going to read the few verses before it. Psalm 105, verse I'll read from verse 17. He sent a man before, well, verse 16. He called down a famine on the land. He broke the whole supply of bread. He sent a man before them. Joseph sold as a slave. Here's, again, God. He's saying they didn't do it. The brothers, like Joseph will say later, we'll see next week. Joseph, they didn't do it. God sent, sent a man. God is sending. God is sovereignly at work over man, beyond what man is doing. He sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with shackles. He was put in irons. Here's the verse, verse 19. Till the time that his word came. In the TLV says true. It doesn't, true's not in there. Just till the word, time that his word came. The word of the Lord proved him. Forget the word true, it's not in there. The word of the Lord proved him. Two different words for word, Devar and Amar. Two different, word, Emer, Emer, two different words for word. The word of the Lord told the time that God's Devar word came true, the Emar, the word of God proved him, refined him. The king sent and released him. The ruler of the people set him free. He made him Lord, the Lord of his house, ruler over all his possessions. So through many ups and downs, many highs and lows, many disappointments, this is what happens to Joseph. And it says in verse chapter 39 of 2021, Joseph mas Joseph's master took him, put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. So there he was in the prison, but the Lord with him extended kindness to him, gave him favor in the eyes of the commander of the prison. Yet the chief we see the end of, 40, of chapter 40, after he interprets the dreams, the chief of the cupbearers did not remember Joseph. Indeed, he forgot him. 
disappointments, up, down, up, down. Seems like God's answering the prayer. It doesn't happen. Oh, it's going to, things, oh, no, disappointment, disillusionment. The Pharaoh sent and called for Joseph. They quickly fetched him from the pit. Then Pharaoh said, I appoint you. So Joseph's promoting, promoting in God's timing. Look at chapter 41, verses 38 through 45. Then Pharaoh said to his servants, here's the promotion, can a man like this be found, one in whom is God's spirit? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made all this known to you, the interpretation of the dream for Pharaoh, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You will be over my house. All the people pay homage to you only in relation to the throne. You'll be, I'll be greater than you. Pharaoh said to Joseph, see, I'll appoint you over the whole land of Egypt. And then Pharaoh removed the signet ring from his hand, put it on Joseph's hand, clothed him with fine linen garments, put a, ch- a chain of gold around his neck. Then he set, had him ride in the chariot as second in command, the one that belonged to him, and they called out before him, kneel down, so he pointed him over the whole land of Egypt. Pharaoh also said to Joseph, I'm Pharaoh, yet without your permission, no one will lift up his hand, etc., and at the end of verse 45, then Joseph went out in the charge of the land of Egypt. Verse 46, Joseph was 30 years old when he began serving as representative of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. How old was he in, when he had his dreams in the beginning? Remember the two dreams? 17 to 30, but we know that he's actually, this is going to be, it's 22 years later, he's going to be 39 when he starts to, when he encounters his brothers. The promotion, elevation, redemption after Two long years in the dungeon, 41.1, since accurately interpreting the cupbearer's dream and anticipating release, looks like he's going to get released, doesn't happen, made uh, second in command, point, you know, uh, and Proverbs 18.16 says, a man's gift makes room for him and leads him before great men. Luke 16, 10, he has the gift of interpreting the dreams that the Lord gives him. One who is faithful in the smallest matters is also faithful in much, Luke 16, 10. Joseph's 30 years old. Now, until the time the word came, the word of the Lord proved him, the time, ad, ad et bo, until the time, until the time, time et is the set time, the firm hour, or moment, the destiny, it means. So until the time the word, davar, means the spoken word. I like Wormbrandt's interpretation. He used to call it the real thing, the real thing. Because davar, let's say the word davar. And until the time that the word came, it means to come to the place where one belongs, bo. The word of the Lord, emret, means the speech that's heard and understood speech that's heard and understood. The word of God proved him. It proved him. Saraf. I know we got saraf there. We saw that. Saraf. So let's say saraf. The word of God proved him. It purified him. It removes impurities. Refined smelter. So God's word purifies us, right? And until the time comes for God to answer and, and and answer their prayer the way he wants to and promote promote us his time he purifies us like the fire like the 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 uh, iron in the furnace 
And that's, you know how much I love Modest Yahoo's new song, Fireproof. We've done it twice in worship. I'll probably do it the next time I lead worship again because I love the lyrics so much. And I'm just going to repeat you know, the chorus. There's, thank God the pain that made me, the love that saved me. When I was lost in my solitude, found my gratitude, every fire I walked through, through the flames I could hear you. Rise up brand new. Now I'm fireproof. I love it. Love the words. But the pain that made me, the pain, it's the pain that makes you, folks. It's the pain that makes all of us, that's made us pick up the phone when there were landlines years ago, many years ago, landlines, and you hear, you hear your spouse speaking to another person in graphic sexual terms and suddenly you realize they're having an affair. Pain. Report from the doctor comes back. You find out your child has a terminal disease. Your closest friend for years, for years that you confided in, betrays you in a moment, breaks your heart. The call, the note from a family member cutting you off, cutting you off because of your faith or maybe your you're immovable because you cleave to the word of God and you're, you can't change your position. And they say, you're dead, to, you're dead to me. Pain, pain. Whatever the pain is, a loss of someone. I can't imagine what the pain is of that person, the IDF soldier that accidentally shot the person. You, I, we know he didn't, wouldn't have intended to. I can't imagine probably wants to die, probably wants to, you know, and, but pain. Suffering comes before glory, 1 Peter 5.10 says, after you have suffered a little while, and in God's eyes, it's a little while. We see it as a long while, it seems like forever, but in God's eyes, he says, after you suffered a little while, the God of grace will strengthen you. Until the time his word came, in due time, in due time, it says, in due time, First Peter 5, 6, or in due season, be not weary in well-doing, in due season we shall reap if we don't faint. Galatians 6, 9. Years, Joseph's in prison. Years in the pit, in prison, back in prison. Isn't God listening? Is he listening? Has he left? God is testing Joseph. God is testing him. But it seems like you're answering our prayer. I interpreted the cupbearer's dream. He's, he's going to let me out. He's gonna, it's going to happen. And he's looking to them for help. It's not going to come from them. They're not going to be his savior. They're not going to be able to really get him out. The cupbearer or the butler, whatever it is, the two guys. No, he's, he's, again, being refined to look through God. The parallel between Psalm 42 and 43, I never saw it before until this week, is amazing. Psalms 42 and 43, which go together, parallel what happens in Joseph's life. Taken out of the pit, God begins to prosper him in Potiphar's house. Then he resists his wife's seduction and he's thrown back, thrown in prison after he's gotten, started getting, being given all sorts of responsibility and trust. Now he's falsely accused. 
and, he, and he's thrown unjustly in prison. Later, he interprets the dream of the cupbearer of the beggar, yet he's forgotten. Disappointment. Like that beautiful poem, disappointment, his appointment, change one letter, then I know that the thwarting of God's purpose is God's perfect plan for me. It's a beautiful poem. Finally, he interprets Pharaoh's dream as the world's first economist, really, devises a great plan, and he's promoted. Psalm 42.10 says he's forgotten. Says the psalmist says, I'm forgotten. And then because God doesn't seem to answer the prayer, the earlier prayer goes unanswered, he says, now I'm forsaken in verse two of chapter of Psalm 43. Like, God, you've forgotten me. Now you've rejected me completely altogether. Why, God? Where are you, God? 42.12 comes out in, Psalm, in hope as it seems God has answered, but it ends up still back, he's still back in need. In 43, like Joseph, back in prison. And 43.5, it says, he says, hope. And if you'll, we'll close looking there. Psalm 43, verse five, he says, hope in the Lord. Hope in God. Yachal, let's say yachal. It means to expect progress to anticipate a breakthrough. Hope, anticipate a breakthrough. Expect progress, hope in God. I will yet, I will still, old, I'm still, old, I'm gonna thank him. Yada, the, like we say, toda, thank you. Yada means, it literally means to throw upward, upward. Throw upward. I'm, I'm throwing my trust, my confidence, my emotion, my faith upward toward you. I'm looking to God. Thank him. I will still praise him. Thank him. My deliverances, it's Yeshuot in Hebrew and it's plural, many deliverances. My deliverances, my face, it says in the Hebrew, my face and my God. And Joseph, so Joseph, after 22 years, is not recognized by his brothers. He recognizes them. But then in 42.8, and uh, by the way, you know, people in communist countries that have suffered and been in prison in communist countries oftentimes are not recognized by their families after how much they've suffered when they get out. They come in, they don't even recognize, you know. I've read about that many times in Wormbrandt's books. Tribulation works patience, Romans 5.3 says. Tribulation works patience. That's King James, good old King James language. Uh, Another translation, suffering produces perseverance would be the tree of life. Suffering produces perseverance. But the end of it is what? Verse three, not only that, but we know we also boast in suffering knowing that suffering produces perseverance. The Greek word is hupomeno. It means to stay under, hang in there, stay under, remain under the suffering. Remain under what God is putting you through because he's refining you. Stay under, don't quit, don't Bow out, don't quit, don't turn your back on what's happening. Tribulation works, patience, patience. Hupomeno, stay under it. Perseverance works character, and the character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us, here's the end result, because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. The end result is love. God's love poured out in our hearts. God's love poured out in our hearts the fruit of the Spirit, uh, his love for his, bro- Joseph's love for his brothers, God's love in, in Joseph for his brothers who hurt him, tried to destroy him. That's what God is after and, uh, and that's what he's 
doing in our lives too. So Father, we just thank you for Joseph's story. Lord, there's so much, so much in it. And for these Psalms, Psalm 42, 43, we thank you for Psalm 105, 19, until the time that your word came, your word tri- tries us, your word refines us, Lord, so that you can promote us, so you can bring us into what you want to, that the love of God can be poured on our hearts by your Holy Spirit, God, and that we can be broken. We can be yours. We thank you, Lord, your reflection more than ever before. We love you and we praise you. You can trust us, Lord, with advancement in your time. We praise you and thank you for the prisons. Thank you for the the pit. And thank you for the blessings, Lord, that come through it and getting us out. (laughs) We love you and praise you. If you've never trusted Yeshua, you've never invited him into your life, there's a prayer you can pray. Lord, just out of your own heart, your own words, Lord, rescue me. Lord, deliver me. I want one of those Yeshuot, one of those salvations, one of those deliverances. I want your deliverance. I want to be yours. Receive me, Lord, into your family. Make me your son, your daughter right now, Lord. Wash me from my sins. Make me new. Come into my life. It's that simple. One prayer away. God loves you. Your heavenly father loves you. He wants to wants you to be his he loves you nothing's too, nothing is too bad too 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 far gone nothing could needs to keep you from him and just let us know contact us if you if and there will be some folks here hopefully up here to pray right after we're going to close Yisem lecha shalom B'shem Yeshua HaMashiach Sar HaShalom Amen. God bless you. Shabbat shalom.